0: make it look easy with sports bet you win some you lose more for free and confidential support visit gamblinghelponline.org.au
1: AB Elliot uh it's been a very exciting week um, for a lot of people especially those who are keeping an eye on Alaska's Katmai National Park 2023 Fat Bear Week I always am keeping my eye on that of course yes thank you if you haven't heard, Fat Bear Week is basically where they set up some cameras in the National Park to keep an eye on all the bears as they start to prepare for hibernation for winter. And basically, people can vote on who they think is going to be the fattest bear by the time hibernation starts. I love this. How do we get involved? Um, well, it's over. They've crowned, oh, damn it. they've crowned the winner. Can
2: you let me know at the beginning of Fat Bear Week <laughs> next time, not the
1: end? They've crowned the damn. winner of Fat Bear Week 2023. Her name is 128 um she... <laughs> she needs a rename. Well... The grazer, yep. Yeah, she... Um, Apparently, she used to have a couple of cubs and whatever that she used to have to look after, but now she doesn't have any cubs. She is single, and so she's been able to just focus on herself and right. eat to her heart's content. See, I've got an issue with this, right? Uh, we live in a day and age where people decide
3: whether they're offended or not, so I've decided I'm offended. Okay. But what if we... What if... I mean... If we did with this with human beings, what if we did Fat Helen Week and we just looked at random women close to our lives that are, you know, single and thriving and eat as much as possible and put money on who puts on the most weight? These bears don't deserve the criticism. They're not being criticised; they're being
1: celebrated.
2: Okay, well, let's say we celebrated the Fat Helen Week. I don't know if the women well, would like that. They actually are going into winter, so technically it's beneficial to be fatter if you're a bear because mm. it keeps you warmer. They're not, not going to So eat really, for the next five she's months. working hard to keep saying. herself safe. I know
3: what you're saying. We do a competition next year in the Darling Downs where we get three women to see who put on the most weight, juice before we go into the winter period in the Darling Downs. Why just women? And we crown them the
1: winner. That's what we started with. You can do men, men and women. I don't care. And children. I would argue that if they're voluntarily partaking, then it's fine.
2: Yeah, if anyone wants to, yeah, Get us three fat
1: Helens next year. (laughs) Jesus. Wrap it up. (laughs) Oh, jeez. Anyway... Helen's probably needs some mental health help, which is exactly Mm. what Gus Wallen talked to us about this afternoon.
3: Yeah, Gussie Wallen uh, got you for life, a wonderful mental health charity. Mm. It's been uh, Mental Health Week across Queensland. And I just love the way I can – sometimes I listen to people talk about mental health and it confuses me, the steps that you can take to make yourself feel better. Gussie always keeps things really simple. Mm. He puts a game plan
1: in place and he was really – I thought he was excellent. He's wonderful. We also had a chat to uh, Michael Morgan, the Pacific Championships, the NRL Pacific Championships. Championship start this weekend. Can you believe the New South
3: Wales player that he said he actually loved when he ended up playing for Australia with him?
2: That was really surprising. Yeah. Especially, I, I would never have picked that.
1: Universally hated.
2: Yeah. Mm. By Queensland. He literally motivated us to win one year, and I love him yeah. for that. Yeah. And, and, and Morgan's about it. Nice. No, good fella. Yeah. Now we're mates.
3: Oh, blew my mind. Morgan's yeah. so
2: nice, though. I, it's like not a real. But indication. he said that
3: beforehand he did hate him. Yeah. So he had his mind. I do find. It's one of my favourite things about the international game. Is is particularly for Australia, the Queenslanders and New South Welshmen. You I mean unite. you're at war during State of Origin? All of a sudden, you're playing for your country together. Well,
2: remember when we spoke to Latrell Mitchell a while ago, and he was like, "I love Murray Taulangi. He's one of my closest friends now." Mm. Mm. Yeah, that's like, right. They yep. weirdly unite, and then they have to pretend. To, oh, it's tough.
1: Surely at the end can of the day, can you imagine that
2: if we were just like, okay, we're working together now, we hate each other? Ugh. Oh, well, that I is I think kind it's of the a Jersey isn't
3: show. It? It's, it, yeah. it, again, obviously, i have never played State of Origin, for God's sakes. But, but I imagine <laughs> hey, when, you, you
2: play when you're out there
3: in your Queensland jersey and you see sky blue, I think you don't see faces anymore. Yeah, yeah they're
2: like a bull. They, yeah, you know, they, yep. they lie them down yep. at camp. Yep. So you think they're training, but this really they do. lie down on the floor, they tape their yep. eyes open, they drop. Yep. Water in it, yeah. and then they flash blue, and then drop yeah. more water. It's like a oh, so we're method. waterboarding out our. Yeah, we, now. we waterboard Queenslanders into hating New South Wales. It's our secret. I have the heard d- cats out of the bag. Stories
3: <laughs> not dissimilar from Alan Langer's massive piss nights that he hosts shocking. there. Yeah, right. No, not quite that level, but some of the stories that can never be told on radio from Queensland camps are. Outstanding. They'll be in a book hey, one it works, it works. They'll be in a book. Um, all right. Well, that'll do. Honestly, yeah. great. Good ways, but I've had enough of you for the week.
2: And now we're about to go to an awards ceremony together. No,
3: no get one Getting on a plane with you. Well, yeah, but I'm not going to hang out with you. This. <laughs> yes, you are. No, no. Yes, you are. I'm not yes, going to get out. my hug when we win one. No. <laughs> okay. A couple of things. No hug. You not No hugging because it doesn't matter. The second thing, the so many it radio people to me. there. me. Okay. So hug yourself. You flop. <laughs> <laughs> So many radio flops there, speaking of the word, Who
2: you'll hug. If I witness you hug one single person,
3: dead to me. I might do it despite you. I might see how many people I can hug and we'll do a hug. <laughs> <laughs> what this is
4: Triple M's Rush Hour with A.B. and Elliot.
3: Who gives a shit? As succinct as I possibly can, we own a steer. His name is Wombat. He lives in Serena. He cost us $12. Bargain. When he poos... He screets magic. His poo, when put onto a plant or tree or whatever, seems to grow times 10. So we're giving out our steers poo right across the state. It's very simple. You call 133353. Uh, it's a general knowledge quiz. You pick either myself or AB, both idiots, to go up against. If you win, you get the poo.
2: And we've got on through 3, 3, The Savo our favourite f- listener of the show who supports favourite? our favourite NRL team, you Broncos man Favourites. Stan. OK.
3: Hello, Stan. Hello. How are you? Really well, Stan. You know the drill. you got to pick one of us to play against. Who have you got?
0: I'll take you, box Boxhead.
3: Thank you. <laughs> uh, yes. and, and an accurate description of my cranium, it is quite square.
2: We'll do question to question, okay. Stan. You're each going to take a turn. Let's start with Elliot. Mm-hmm. Who is the first on the all-time list of female tennis Grand Slam champions? Serena Williams. That is incorrect. Yeah. Who is it? <coughs> Margaret Court.
3: Yeah, right. You look at me like I know this. I don't like tennis. Um, I thought you might have an I've idea. I've never watched Margaret Court. Can't say okay, she was a favourite right, player fine. of mine.
2: All right, Stan, what is the official emblem animal of Queensland? Uh,
0: I think it's a bit like Elliot, a cane toad.
2: We wish. It's unfortunately the koala. Very <coughs> cute, though. We actually like koalas. That's the difference. We found out
3: the weird noise they make yesterday.
2: Yeah. I don't know if <coughs> Okay. The key ingredient of hummus, Elliot, is what? <laughs> you have a vegan partner, so you just eat it without asking questions. Nuts? Almonds? No. Oh. Chickpeas. Oh, she hopefully choked on one. Hopefully, between so the I went to two of you. you. know that. Yeah, traumatizing. No, for uh, real. Between the two of you, hopefully, you can get one question correct. That'd be nice. <laughs> okay, Stan. Oncologists are involved in the medical treatment of what disease? Oncologist. Yep. Yeah,
3: nah. I don't know this one either, Stan. It's cancer. Nah, oh. <laughs> yeah. That's a morbid okay. question for a Friday. Who wrote <laughs> this? <these? laughs>
2: okay, number five, Elliot. Yeah. How long does a what, cowboy... Wait, wait,
3: wait. wait. Score check? Zero all. Okay.
2: <laughs> I thought that was obvious. <laughs> <laughs> how long does a cowboy need to stay atop a bull in bull riding? Eight seconds. <laughs> that's correct.
1: Yeah!
2: <laughs> wait, do I win? You won one nil.
3: Oh, that's an unbelievable... <laughs> <Can we> please- <laughs> That's an unbelievable score. That's a soccer match.
2: That's embarrassing. I would have known every single one of those. Tell you what, Stan,
3: as a, my making of peace with you, I'm going to give you the poo I just won. Congratulations.
4: Oh, mate, I think you could share it with me. There you go.
3: Okay, wonderful. We, we can bathe the yeah, manure together.
4: together.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Much like we did in that quiz. On you, Stan, have a wonderful weekend, brother. I will, i got a long weekend Oh you beauty, Will you, you enjoy that it.
4: This is Triple M's Rush Hour with AB and Elliot
3: The Pacific Championships kick off this weekend the NRL and NRLW seasons are over but International Rugby League has returned uh, kicks off in Townsville this weekend $35 tickets starting from for adults nrl.com forward slash tickets. If you would like to head along a double header: the Gillaroo's face the Kiwi Ferns and then in the men's game, the Aussies take on Samoa and joining us today, a legend in the Australian jersey and we can say that because he won a World (laughs) Cup with Australia he's a premiership winner, there was a year where he single handedly put the Cowboys on his back and took him to a grand final now, I don't know what he does he always tells me about his job, (laughs) sounds boring, Mr Michael Morgan, hello mates (laughs)
0: <laughs> Hello, how are you?
3: Really well. So Pretty
0: much respect. Appreciate your time. Always lovely yeah, you to hear are, your voice. You know, yeah? it always makes me feel good talking to you. You give me a nice, nice little intro, so thanks for that.
3: Welcome. The international game, how special is it still to this day? And,
0: and is it in the best place it's been, Morgo? I definitely think it's in the best place it's been. Um, ever since Jason Tremlola made the move to go back to Tonga and a lot of the Pacific Islander players chose to do the same thing, represent their country of heritage, rather than all just going to New Zealand. We've even seen Australian players do that too. So um, I think it's great for the game. I think it's awesome that Townsville gets a doubleheader this weekend. Normally the last game of the year in Townsville is usually around September if we're, if we're lucky, a semi-final. So to have those two games here on Saturday night I think is great.
2: Morgan, you said it's sort of evening up in this contest. Uh, Matt Rogers, actually, former NRL star, he's he's come out and said that he thinks that Samoa could be a smoky in this. Do you think there is a chance for them?
0: I definitely think, um, you know, countries like Samoa, PNG, they're, they're definitely on the up. And you even saw a couple of weeks ago in the Prime Minister's game uh, over in PNG. That was a close contest. Normally, that's a game where Australia blow the calls off the park. Uh, but that was a close game, so I think all round, um, as I said, yes, Samoa could be with the, with the chance. It would have been nice to see Jerome Luai play. Uh, I think he would have helped them out, but um, they'll have to do it without him.
3: Morgo, uh, it's a great opportunity for Queenslanders and New South Welshmen to come together <laughs> in this Aussie side. When you played for Australia, was there a New South Welshman you thought was a bit of a flog? But then when you play with him, you realise he was a ripping bloke.
0: Yeah, uh, all of them. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> no, it, it is funny. It is like that. You you go, you, obviously, you origin the, throughout the year and you see how full on it is yep. and you think, surely these blokes genuinely don't like each other. Uh, but you then go into camp together and you realise that they're actually pretty similar. They're the same sort of blokes and they laugh at the same things and um, you, it's pretty easy to get along. Is so,
3: there one in particular, though, Morgo, that stands oh. out?
4: Come
0: on. Um, that, I, that I really didn't like and I... Yeah, end up loving. Yeah, I, I ne- well, I wouldn't say love him, but yep. I'd I'd never met Gail before until I played with him in my debut Test match. Yeah, saw him, grew up watching him as a Queensland kid, hated him like every other Queenslander. <laughs> good, met you. him, and he's a good bloke. And to this day, we he'll always come up say good day and and have a chat. So. Uh, he won me over.
2: Damn it, Morgan, I don't want to believe that. Hey, uh, it's a big thing to be caught up and play for your country. There's a couple of guys that have got some real big personal sacrifices that they are making this weekend. Dylan Edwards is apparently weighing up missing his brother's wedding and then our very own Reuben Cotter is actually getting married after the kangaroos test. Could be showing up with, you know, a punched in face, black eye, whatever else, split open, whatever it might be. There's a bit of risk associated with that, but is it worth the sacrifice, would you say?
0: It's most definitely worth it, and there's a very good chance the way Ruben plays, he's not going to be turning up to his wedding looking like him, his usual self, uh, the way he puts his head into places in tackles, I'd never want to do that, So, um, but no, it is most definitely worth it, you never get sick of uh, representing your country, you never know when the last game is going to be either, so I did when I played my last game, I didn't know that was going to be my last game mm. for the Kangaroos, so you, so you never know. Um, so, yeah, you don't want to pass up an opportunity, that's for sure.
3: Well, Pacific Championships, again, it kicks off this weekend in Townsville, com forward slash tickets to get involved. Morgo, could you leave us with your favourite memory in the Green and Gold?
0: Um, definitely winning the World Cup, I think. It was a close game. I think we only beat England 6-0. So um, it was a really tight contest, a great game. And um, I remember it being super hard. So international footy probably isn't – it doesn't have the best reputation for being a tough brand of footy, but – um, that night it was extremely tough. We got the win, so down at Suncorp Stadium, so that'd be the highlight for me.
3: Awesome, Morgan. Really appreciate your time. Michael Morgan, a superstar on the field, now a superstar off the field in his brand new job where he does stuff. Appreciate it, Morgan. Hey,
2: he's an epic dad. Thanks. Don't you dare. You yeah. could never.
3: Well, I mean, I could be a dad. Whether I'd Just be not as a good, good one. as Morgan, yeah. no. On you, mate. <laughs>
2: I realised something in my middle years, Elliot, and that is that I do not appreciate any meal that is not able to be consumed in a bowl. And I know other Queenslanders will feel the same way. I have got a beautiful dinner table. Often I put on my social media, you know this. I love putting like beautiful settings and stuff. I don't mind having dinner parties. But on a day-to-day, if I cannot make a meal in a bowl that I can have on my lap and eat on the couch, I don't want anything to do with it. Shut it down. I have, in this past month, even alone, I've had a chicken schnitzel out of a bowl. I've had a steak out of a bowl. It doesn't matter what the meal is, I will manage to have it in a bowl.
3: You're someone, and you're you're very quick to judge. Actually, people that eat their steak a different way to you, because apparently, if you don't have it rare or however you have it, that's I don't judge them. I just think that they have a crap life, and it must be. We go we go back on the audio on this show. You've judged them. (laughs) Um, So, are you telling me you are pre-chopping steak and putting it in a bowl? Yeah, I do. You disgust me. That is and not it, how you it's eat beautiful a steak.
2: because you know when you do eat steak, you eat it with everything joined together. So like yep. you've obviously got your gravy or your jus, and you've got your mashed potato or pumpkin or sweet potato and a bit of salad or veggies all at once. Boom, fork pierced, done. All the flavors in my mouth, in the bowl, on the couch. Didn't you go to How to Be a Good Lady school? Yes, and I reserve that for weekends. <laughs> I don't need to do that on my day-to-day. So you don't eat out of a bowl on the weekends? No, on well, I mean, unless I'm at home. But if I go out to dinner, I, I can I can't believe you cut your steak up, mate.
3: That's a salad.
2: That's I slice my steak wheat into gutted slices. Wheat-gutted people. It's beautifully... And, and oh. I want to slice it anyway because I want to see how beautiful the rare steak is. It is the best way to live. I reckon there's other people out there like this. By all means, when I have kids, mm. one day, I will be a dinner table person because I'll say to them it's you yeah, know, ridiculous to eat on the couch. When our parents but parents now said, I want to enjoy this time while I don't. Yeah. And be a catch bowl person. Okay. <laughs> Can you just let me have it?
3: I'll let you have it. Well, let's go down memory lane while we're here. I'm just thinking of like how people change when they have kids. Do you remember our parents always used to say to us, don't put the elbows on the table? They didn't really have a reason as to why. but Yeah, we did that at finishing school. Apparently it's rude. What, what, what difference does it make? You prop yourself up with your elbows or your forearms. That's a stupid yeah,
2: one. Yeah, as a short-armed person too, yeah. like I can't reach much stuff without <laughs> the elbows on the table. But All still, right. I right. managed to do that Saturday, Sunday, Monday to Friday. Bowl couch time, the
3: end. Bowl couch person, I'll let you have that one. We're going to cancel the elbows moving forward. (laughs) I don't know if you saw this one, uh, AB, but a movie is being made with Sam Worthington, the Aussie actor. It's called Alphas, my nickname. Um, It is a fight. Something a beta would say. Between a great white shark and a killer whale or an orca. Now, the only man on this planet who knows who would win this fight joins us this afternoon. (laughs)
4: This is Animal Fiction with Jamie Seymour. Our expert
3: in all things marine life, a scientist at James Cook University, Professor Seymour. This movie sounds thrilling. Who gets the chocolates?
4: This is a a lay-down mazare. The killer whale's going to win every single time. Wait,
2: why? Because grey-white sharks are huge and they have big mouths. (laughs)
4: okay so so a really big great white is going to go five and a half six meters that's a really really big great white full-blown adult male killer whale is probably going to go seven half seven six and a half seven meters it's going to swim faster it's got a bigger brain it's going to win every single time in fact i think and i can't I, i i'm not sure of the facts on this one but i'm pretty certain that someone had tagged a great white shark And he went down to like a really great depth and disappeared and they worked out that it was a killer whale that ate it. Killer whale's gonna win. Killer whales take out like Humpback whales. Willie,
2: Wha- <laughs> I thought you were
3: nice. So, so ha- hang on. The great white shark, though, and I'm Googling the teeth of both monsters at the moment. The great white shark seems to have much sharper teeth. Sure, maybe they got stronger jaws.
4: Absolutely. Great whites have got sharper teeth. No right. worries. But, but killer whales have got nice, thick, thick blubbery skin. They, oh. it's, they might take a chew out of the back end of it, but it's I, there is... No way a full grown walker is gonna be taken out by a full grown Great White. Sorry, it's gonna be the other way around.
2: What about the fact that killer whales often travel in packs? Great yep. white seem to be a solo operator. Yep.
4: So again, if if you're a let's say you're a juvenile orca, that you're a baby killer whale swimming around there, and a great white goes, I'll go and eat that, I can pretty much guarantee you the rest of the pack will come in and tear that killer whale limb from limb. It'll be a Mm, bloodbath. What
3: what would make this a fair fight, Jamie? You know, 25 foot great white and a 10 foot killer whale. How can we even the scales here?
4: Oh, megalodons! Okay. <laughs> yeah, bring the Meg in, and then you then you can right. bring in, uh, Adam as well. Yeah, and you, you find bring in a Meg, and then it's completely different thing altogether. But I just, I, I honestly cannot see a Great White coming even close to winning this battle.
3: Movie sounds fun though, right? Oh, a movie would be awesome. Yeah. It's gonna be great. <laughs> Avatar star Sam Worthington. But I feel like we know the ending already. Well, no, because on, Hollywood, Hollywood never gets it right.
2: Yeah, true. Exactly. And they'll exactly. want a they'll want a second movie. So it'll be like the son of the Great White will avenge the dead and then they'll recapture Willie and put him back in that horrible what? tank. Different movies. What what what
3: animal would fare with an orca then while we're here? Once you know the Great White's dead, Alpha's two point oh, who what would fight an orca? I
4: don't know. It's, oh, it's, they're number one. It's pretty much. Yeah, Saltwater crocodile? No, orca's going to win again. What? It's, it, it's, they're just really massive animals. That's awesome. Psychos. I, I honestly do not know anything mm. in here and going to come out on top. They're an incredibly smart animals. They're going to win, hands down.
3: Well, thank goodness they don't like eating human beings as far as we know. Well, that one's solved. Sam Worthington doesn't need to film the rest of the movie, but alphas, keep an eye out for that one. Professor Jamie Seymour, we always appreciate you letting us waste your time away from the busy science stuff you actually do. Look forward to chatting next week.
4: No worries, guys. Have a great weekend.
3: I don't do this often, so feel free to save at the moment. I'm okay with that. I'm going to offer to you an apology. Yeah. For everything? Ever? <laughs> no, no, no. Something specific? Yeah, most things I like stand by. This one, uh, fair enough. A little while ago, you were intent on your husband Alex joining you to do Pilates because you guys want to do everything together and live as one big burrito. It you disgusts better. me. Holding yeah. hands. Yeah, and, and I skipping. I I probably said some unkind things. I don't remember exactly, but yeah, I squashed you. I want to retract that statement officially on the rush hour this afternoon, today, Friday, the 13th of October, uh, because this morning I had my first ever partner exercising day. Did you? So, uh, How
2: did that one get over the line?
3: Well, Abby came to boxing. Did she threaten you in order to get <laughs> no, it done? Because no. I just don't
2: believe you'd say yes.
3: No, she'd asked really nicely. I thought, okay, you know, it was. One, I was in a moment of weakness. I was in a good mood for whatever reason. That's she now would gone. so cute in a little boxing outfit. with a oh, little.
2: She's so little. <laughs> Do
3: you remember Mighty Mouse, the cartoon? It's yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What I will say about couples exercising that I didn't expect is I found with her there, I worked harder, and maybe it was like a show-off thing. Yeah, you try to impress there's, her. There's something about seeing someone that you're physically attracted to breaking a sweat, getting a workout on. That what what are the things that men have? Testosterone yeah, or all yeah. those things flowing through my body. I felt I felt like I could punch through the glove oh, while mate. she was there. She's doing bicycle kicks in between rounds. I'm getting hot and heavy. And then she's onto
2: boxing. And I'm, well, I, I tried to bicycle kick. I mainly just laid there. It was a wonderful
3: experience.
2: I mean, I took Alex to Pilates. And, and when the instructor's like, all right, let's spread your legs really wide and see how far wide they could go. You know, I enjoyed that moment, <laughs> showing him. I was going to say he didn't enjoy spreading his legs as far no, as. No, no, just being like, look it's at a, my flexibility. It's a thing people try mm. in the thirties, but you didn't know I could do that.
3: You know, oh, <laughs> that's disgraceful. Anyway, yours
2: uh, is the same.
3: I didn't say anything about spreading Alex's legs and no, wanting to see what was legs. inside. Hey, whoever legs are getting spread, maybe you spread together and create, I suppose you'd call that. Two spread legs together would be like a scissor?
4: He
2: just wants
3: you to No, stop.
4: <laughs> stop it. Triple M's Rush <laughs> Hour with AB and Elliot. You know
2: when they say that you're living in your golden years, Elliot? It's supposed to be like... 50, 60 plus when you're retiring and things are starting to slow down. It's a great time of your life. I actually feel like my golden years are right now and it's got a lot to do with fashion, believe it or not. I have been gifted to be in my middle years in the period of time that trends for women are the most comfortable they've ever been. You know, it's cool to wear track pants as pants every single day. We wear active wear a lot. Uh, I like all of the, like, silk sort of pyjama-y outfits that people wear at the moment. I rock those all the time with a pair of sneakers. Ultimate comfort. When I was, like, 18 or 19, heels were seven inches tall. Dresses were skin tight. We wore these horrible ballet flats as well. They used to make your feet sweat and they hurt your feet after a few hours of standing up because they weren't by any means orthopaedic. it feels I'm starting to see trickle in those trends of the early 2000s return that are uncomfortable and horrific. Cut out outfits. It's yuck. I was thriving during this period of bulk comfort, the casual cool trend, they call it. Mm -hmm. And it's coming to an end. And I don't think I'm ready for it. I mean, I got a couple of fixes if you do want them. Your solutions are always crap, but by all means, try me.
3: Well, first up, you bought that thing that the Kardashians wear that sucks in all your fat bits. Yeah, it skims. So just wear that with your tight dresses. So ding, tick, sort Nah,
2: because it's cut out. you yep. got to have
3: flesh showing. The second one, and this might be abrasive to you. This might hit you where it hurts. You could stop caring what <gasps> other people think and just do what makes you feel good. How dare you? No. How dare you? Okay. Well,
2: do you, you know anything about Detroit? me? That's
3: right. Though, to be fair, it's not just you; it's women in general. I for am the most never going to do
2: that. Okay. In fact, no, that's the easy option. <laughs> what I'm going to instead do is try to right. dictate society okay. to not let it happen. Okay, right.
3: um, well, you support let me, me in know. this. I won't be doing that. Triple
4: M's Rush Hour with AB and Elliot.
3: Joining us this afternoon is not only the unofficial captain of the Triple M Cricket called Team; he is also uh, heading up the very best mental health charity. In Australia, of course, got you for life from Team Triple M, Mr. Gus Wallens. Hello, <laughs>
5: G'day, AB. How are
3: you, Gussie? Lovely to have you on, uh, and and all the work you do in mental health. This week is Queensland Mental Health Week, and and Gus, let's be honest, there's a lot of shit things going on in the world at the moment, and and I know for AB, uh, for example, AB's an empath, so when horrible things happen in the world, she takes that on and and she carries that burden. There's lots of people like this, Gus, and I think it's a great chance today to look at maybe little things we can do to look after each other and look after ourselves each day too.
5: No, you're right. And good on you, A.B. I mean, you're just a beautiful soul and got a lovely spirit and a big heart. So um, don't let anyone ever change it. I'm starting to cry already. (laughs) No, I mean, it's all about managing it, right? Because I I wear my heart on my sleeve as well. And I find myself in tears, you know, relatively often for, for, for a bloke in particular. And I suppose for me that what I've been able to manage over the years is build up some emotional muscle to be able to handle that stuff. And sometimes it sounds like you're selfish. Sometimes it sounds like you're not as caring as you actually are. But what you're really doing is giving yourself a little bit of self-care. And self-care is has been looked upon over the years by Aussies as something you do um, which is a bit selfish, or selfish people do it. But I'm, I'm here to tell you that actually looking after yourself is the first priority. It needs to be the first priority. And I know that's, that's harsh and, and hard to hear sometimes, but it's like getting onto a plane and you hear someone say, you know, put the oxygen mask on yourself before you put it on your kids. I mean, I sat there for years going as if I would do that like of course I'm going to put it on my kids first my kids will get everything first you know what I'm so much better to my kids and everyone else that loves me and that I love if I'm at at the best possible shape that I can be in so that's that balance we need to find between um, you know doing the right thing by yourself but also being available for your village your people your mates the the people that you truly love.
2: That's very well said. I mean, Gussie, that's one of my favourite things about you is that you are a sensitive bloke, but you work in such a blokey position. You're involved in sport a lot. You're on a male-dominated network. Uh, do you find that in 2023, it feels like things are finally changing and being a sensitive soul as as a man is not as much frowned upon?
5: Oh, look, absolutely. When I started 2009 with the grill team, I was very much sort of, you know, the third wheel and I understood that. I understood my place. Um, I was the brunt of all the jokes. I was the clown, all that sort of stuff, which was absolutely fine. There were moments where I said to Maddie, Johns and MG, my two co-hosts, look, I've had enough, you know, like I'm up to the up to my limit they would then said, no problem, mate, no worries, let's give you a break for a little while, then we'll get back into it again. Now I feel as if Triple M have got a responsibility to actually show both sides of it. And the new rules are what it takes to be a man and a woman. And they're changing all the time. The world that we grew up in is a very different one um, to the one that we're living in right now. So Triple M, who has so many loyal listeners who look for us to have fun and to listen to sport and to get educated... I think we owe them um, a little bit of understanding of what it takes to be a man and a woman today and give them the mental fitness um, chats that we're doing right now. I do one every Wednesday on the drive show here into Sydney and into mm. New South Wales. And um, people comment on that more than anything else. They really listen to it to get some information. And I think, like I said, it's our responsibility to do that and, to shape what the man's going to look like moving forward.
2: And by the way, if anybody does want to listen to those for Gus, in particular, listener app, you can search the Rush Hour with Gus, Jude and Wendell, and you'll be able to get all of the little clips there as well. Second best Rush Hour in the country, that Yeah, obviously (laughs) don't listen to it live, but later. (laughs) Uh,
3: Gotcha for Life 2 is a wonderful website. If you head it on there, some great tips on mental fitness and and how you can get involved to potentially even have a visit from Gus and his wonderful team at some stage. I know you've been on the road lately. To Gus, we adore you, mate. Appreciate all the the work you're doing for a lot of Australians. Thanks for your time today.
5: Of course, guys. I love you guys. And if we're the second best rush hour behind you guys, I'm happy with that.
3: I was talking about the Perth show, but uh, (laughs) yeah, yeah, appreciate that. (laughs) Live across Queensland, live on the Listener app to Triple M's Rush Hour with AB and Elliot. Looking back on this, AB, I wish I hadn't done it, but at least it makes for a half-okay story. Um i got two neighbours, as most people do. On one side, I've got a Steve that I'm pretty good mates with. He's a piano repairist, which is a cool job. Um, My
2: brother's a guitar repairer. We should intro them.
3: And on the other side, I've got Steve number two, who I don't know a lot about. We haven't really said much to each other. He's not nasty. We just don't talk. Um, I don't know if we will ever talk after what he spotted me doing last night. Now, (laughs) I know saying this out loud, it sounds lame. I swear it's pretty funny. And cool. So I've got this virtual reality headset, right? And you can play any kind of game on virtual reality. You can do a lot of things on virtual reality. Um, one of the games I have is a boxing game. So you, you set up a bit of a perimeter where you're safe, which is why I do it outside. I got more space in the driveway, and oh, you select an opponent to fight. So I'm Creed. I'm taking on, you know, Ivan Drago or whoever it might be. And I don't sleep very well, so I'm doing this last night at about 12.30 when everyone else is asleep, and I'm just throwing hands at Drago. I'm sweating up a storm. I'm in my, my short footy shorts, and that's it. I'm having oh, a great time. Do you time. act like you're actually a boxer and do topless? Well, yeah, because I sweat. It's it's a proper workout, mate. Now, what I didn't realise, because I don't know enough about him, is that Steve must work some sort of night shift, because as I'm into the third round in a pretty even battle with Drago, I hear his gait go, and I hear a chuckle. I lift up my goggles while I'm mid uppercut, and it's Steve on his way to work just staring through me. He probably thinks I'm an actual lunatic because someone that doesn't know how to box, which is me, just throwing hands at the air, probably not a great sight after midnight.
2: I think you've actually made Steve warm to you. Because the laugh means he thinks like, oh yeah, huh? he's harmless. I'd be worried if it was something more... I, think I don't it was, know. Like, I if think... he said nothing and just looked at you, I'd worry. You know those laughs
3: that people can do where they might think that you're a pelican or they're better than you? Yeah, yeah it like a those. pity laugh. Yeah, I don't know if it was a good laugh. So it
2: wasn't like a, ha, ha no, me too, brother. It, it was, was <laughs> like a, ha, ha, you're a loser.
3: Yeah, I'll be putting in a complaint with the owners of this property, that kind of one.
2: Oh, well, at least he knows that you're not a threat. <laughs> Pretty obvious. Well, you saw me throw hands. What do you mean? I knocked out Drago
3: on the 5th for anyone wondering.
2: Oh, great. Well, when he, next time he has yeah. virtual robbers yeah. coming over, can
4: give you a Triple I'll make
3: it look easy with sports bet. You win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au